All right, well, our next guest, very pleased to have on Bob Norton, longtime college hockey analyst. And, uh, boy, Bob, I remember listening to you, uh, you know, uh, games way, way back. How long have you been doing this now? Uh, too long. <laughs> they just they just dragged me out of a retirement home to do this weekend. No, I mean, it's really a thrill for me. I was, when Merrimack called and asked me to do this weekend, uh, I was really thrilled because uh, to do the games is a lot of fun. And, uh, and I've been doing games since I retired from coaching in 1976 was the wow. first games I did. Uh, the old WNH uh, Channel 11 with Jim Janot up in, right. <laughs> up in the UNH. How about that? Uh, well, you obviously you saw the first game last night. Uh, close game, one goal game. Good games to call, as, as I know well, too. But uh, uh, your thoughts on last night's game? Well, you know, I read Coach's comments in the paper this morning, and that's what I said last night. I, they never looked like they really fired. Uh, they're a four-checking team. They put a lot of pressure on. They let Maine off easy last night. They really never pressed their defense. Uh, their, their second line played better than their first, and their seniors, first line's all seniors. Your first line, those guys in these kind of games have to play. They didn't have the right game last night. They'll have to have it tonight. And uh, Joe Canato's Joe Canato, obviously, yeah. but uh, you've seen a lot of goaltenders. How does he compare to the other guys you've seen? Well, you know, he makes everything look pretty easy. You know, uh, Jackie Ferrara, the great BU All-American, told me one time, uh, always look at the goalies and make things look routine. And Canada makes great saves look routine. That's a, maybe a 6-1-5-1 game. Had he not played the way he did, 42 saves, uh, that's a high for the season for him. Some of them were the spectacular variety. Uh, he was terrific, and he, he's been terrific every time I've seen him. Mm -hmm. And Mark Denny, he talks about, you know, for his team to be successful, they got to be an attack team, a four-checking team, uh, get the puck deep so obviously uh, they don't want to have to see Joe Canada make 42 saves. No, that's, uh, that's not. And the other thing you got, and Ryan Flanagan said it between periods of the interview, you got to get the puck in deep. Diddling around the puck in center zone and diddling around the blue line, not getting in deep means you, that Maine's going to turn you over the middle of the ice and have half-ice rushes, which was the diamond gold. Right. That's how diamond scored, turn it over in the center of the ice. So they've got to get the puck in deep, send those guys after the main defense and make Maine's defense play defense, which they didn't have to do last night. Right. And another thing that struck me as well, I mean, like you said, might have been the play of Kanata, which probably kept a few more goals off the board that would have been in, but still, you know, that's a two-to-one game in the third period in a game in which they hadn't played all that well. Yeah, the, the, I think the positive thing for, for Merrimack, and this is, I'm sure, what Coach Dennehy said, listen, we played as bad as we could play last night and got beat two-to-one. Let's give them our A game, and regardless of the score, let's walk out of the rink here tonight giving them our A game. We didn't last night, and still only lost two-one. Right. Uh, what did you think of the penalty kill last night? Means uh, they went 0-3 last night. I know they only had the three chances. Uh, Kanata's obviously got something to do with that, but I think Maine's something like two for 18 now on the season in four games against Merrimack, and number two or number one power play in the country to hold them to that is pretty good. Well, I thought Merrimack's defense last night was very good. I thought their defensive game was excellent. Their shorthand was real good. Uh, I thought they did a good job against Maine's first line. Outside of that, Fluky set his own tur uh, turnover that Diamond turned into a goal. Uh, Maine's first line didn't hurt them, and they really weren't under great pressure by that group, so I thought that the defensively, they, they played well. Offensively, there's never seem to get their A game going. So what do you see for the, as the keys for them then tonight, what they need to do? Get your A game going. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know if, they, if, they don't, if, if they play the game tonight at center ice, uh, they're not going to be successful. they got to play the, the game, a good portion of the game, in Maine's defensive end to have, give themselves a chance. I want to ask you, too, you know, like a long-time observer of college hockey, obviously. I mean, Merrimack's have a program that's been in the league for a long time. A lot of folks thought maybe at one point, you know, should they be, be where they are? And it seems like the last few years, things have really changed. Uh, uh, you know, what have you seen in terms of the turnaround? Uh, Coach Dennehy, yeah. uh, they've done a great job. Because uh, I'm partial to Glenn Stewart because he played at UNH yeah. with my son Pat, and right. he's done a great job. Uh, so, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, they, they have the right combination. I think they have leadership at the university and the school that wants to do well. They 
they have Mark coaching, they want to do well. It's it's hard to maintain it. Mark and I talked last year about how hard it is to maintain it every year. Uh, but the, you know, the key for them is just to keep being solid, uh, be great when you can, but keep being good and keep knocking on the door of the front of the top four. They seem to have been able to go out and recruit the right guys for the style of play that they want to play as well. Well, you have to when you got to get guys. Uh, Mark is not going to be shy about playing the game, and he can't get players who are shy, and they've got the type of rink that favors the team that can get after you. It's not as if you're playing that huge sheet at UNH where you got to get quick, slick kids that can play these guys. Right. You can play with guys that are tough, hard-nosed kids, and uh, that's the kind of guys he has, and I, I'm really delighted. I, I've always been impressed with Mark as a coach. I'm impressed with what he and Tootie did at Princeton. They did a great job at Princeton, so they just Mark's just carried that up here to, to Merrimack, and they ought to be really proud of how they've done. Well, uh, what are the big changes that you've seen in the game over the years? Bigger, faster, yeah. quicker, uh, you know, older. Uh, huge. When, when, when I coached at UNH, uh, Timmy Burke was an 18-year-old kid out of Melrose High School. Uh, Bobby Miller, who's one of the great college players, came at 18. I think I'm at 21 now. I right. mean, they're three. Bobby Miller would be three years younger than the average freshman. I mean, we, there's guys out here in, the, in college ice today that are much older than Tyler Sagan. Uh, so the age of the players and maturity and the speed with which the game is played and the size, huge difference from when I uh, Well, I've been watching the game since 1960. Yeah. I wanted to ask you too about an interesting development we've heard over the last few weeks. That you know, sounds like there could be a USHL, several franchises perhaps moving into New England. Uh, that a good thing for the game, or a good thing for for the programs in in New England. How do you see it affecting things? Well, I think the more opportunities there are for kids to play, the better. And I also think that it, it, there is some advantage to outstanding players here in New England not having to go out to Des Moines to play yeah. in a quality league. So I mean, I think that's a, a plus. So I'm I'm always in favor of any kind of expansion that gives more kids an opportunity to play. Because I just think there are a lot of good good hockey players around, and if they get an opportunity, they can blossom. Bob, it's great to see you. What, what's your number one memory all at all time of college hockey? Oh, watching my son play. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I had the opportunity to co- to the first college game he played. I did with Bob Kurtz. It was against UNHBU down at BU. And Kurtz always said, I never paid any attention to the game when Patrick was on the ice. But I think whenever you have a chance to do a, the games that your kid plays in, uh, those are real thrills that you never forget. Bob, thanks for taking the time to join us. Have a good call tonight. Thank you very much. You too.